we've given up the freedoms of tomorrow in order for the quote-unquote progress of today and it's all fucking illusion. How many times has somebody said, well, don't you care about progression? Shouldn't we progress to a more equal society? What about progressivism? You know what I mean? The Democratic Party thrives off this. They feed off this. The idea that everything always needs to be progressing. Always, always progressing, always moving. And I'm going to talk about what progression means and how today in the modern era it's it's almost regression at this point um but first we have to picture we have to picture this you can't you can't just always be moving like i've said in my instagram tv video about this a little clip about this um say like warren buffett or somebody who's made it who's done it they're not going to be working as hard as they were working 30 years ago when they had a hustle when they have nothing if you're rich and you have everything there's no need to to keep working right what are you working for you already have it you're just it's just kind of like static more passive uh investments right in, in warren buffett's case these things don't need to always be moving it's like the difference between being busy and being productive to be busy is simply to just move and, 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 and do things just for the sake of doing things and not letting your mind be still. But being productive is actually actually improving, you know, day by day, hour by hour, getting closer to your goals, etc. So it's not just movement for the sake of movement. And this is how I see the progressive movement today, right? Um, like I said, politicians need to... Uh, have a premise they need to have a reason for you to vote for them and when they convince you when they convince minorities when they convince convince women minorities etc whatever group that they want to target when they convince them that they are oppressed when they convince them that they need the help of government to better their lives this is how they get votes it's all about power um so they need to keep the illusion of progress alive. And even if it comes at, you know, when the civil rights movements and the women's rights movement, uh, when it was at its peak, progress uh, needed to happen. You know what I mean? Um, the leap was no, n no right to vote to the right to vote for women. That was the leap. That was a big change. And that was, that was needed, obviously. Um, same with you know Jim Crow law segregation uh, government government law was racist the system was racist this was a reality before now there is no there is no law there is no legal law that is racist in intent there is no law that is racist but before the jump that man that that society made here in the United States was segregation to no segregation that was a jump that needed to be made and that was a big jump. Nowadays, the, the the change is much more marginal. It's very small. It's it's almost so small that the Democratic Party or any party for for that matter, you know, forget parties for a second. Just think about the politics. 
Politics cannot run. They cannot campaign on these marginal, very minimal progressive changes, right? They need something big. They need something that'll get people on their side and to view the other political party as the the oppressor or the opponent, right? They need something enough to get people riled up and emotionally invested in, in a cause such as systemic racism, such as anything you see today, systemic sexism, the gender wage gap, things that have been largely, um, you know, uh, debunked as far as when you look at, at statistics they've been debunked big time but people refuse to, to look at the facts and they let their emotions get the better of them the sooner you see the facts and see it for for how it is the better for you in the long term make no mistake um this is the political game this is it this is when you take the red pill you understand that this is all politics they need people to be dependent of them, they need the people to be dependent on the the government providing a solution, and if that that comes at the cost of you inventing a problem in order for you to, to for the government to sell you a solution, they will make no mistake, they will, and we've seen that time and time again. So, let's talk about the age of regression. I think we are at the end game now. I've said it before. We are at the end game where it's the peak. We're at the climax of the mountain. You know what I mean? We're we are at the peak progression there's a meme not a meme actually but just a saying that you know uh, tough times create uh, strong men strong men create good times good times create weak men and weak men create tough times or hard times and that's that's the cycle that's a never-ending cycle um we are at almost the end game the, the third or fourth phase where we've had it very good, we've had it very equal, very progressive for, for a long time, and now uh, we are simply letting the weak men or women of this society uh, try to tell us what to do, try to try to govern our, our country and, you know, uh, basically decide the, the fate of the country and the, the values of the country and, and what we stand for and policies, political correct culture, all this kind of bullshit that does not make a strong country and ever made a strong country. So when you look at the grand scheme of things, America, if America becomes soft, then much more rigged, tough, strong countries, um, like the ones in Eastern Europe, Russia, maybe China, these motherfuckers in middle, maybe in the Middle East, those fools are strong. Those fools have strong frame. They know they're willing to die for their cause, for their moral values. And while we roll over and let, you know, little Katie from Antifa, come and batter our, our, our federal fucking buildings, you know what I mean, all in the name of political correctness and Black Lives Matter, that is that that is no sign of, of strength and prosperity for a country. We will inevitably fall if we if if we let it continue this way. So we are at the we are at the, the end game now, but I just want to kind of go through a couple of definitions when we talk about progressivism. Progressivism is a political philosophy in support of social reform. It's based on the idea of progress in which advancements in science, technology, economic development, and social organization are vital to the improvement of the human condition. Now, there's a lot of terms in there and, and a lot of things in that definition, but I want to point out social reform when, when it, they say that political um, that progressivism is a political philosophy in, in support of social reform. This is the definition of social reform. Social reform. 
these are movements that aim to bring a social or political system closer to the community's ideal. And these are not revolutionary movements, right? Revolutionary movements movements are, are more radical. But, you know, the, for example, these are movements like the, the women's rights and civil rights uh, movements that they sought to change laws that marginalize members in its society, like women and African-Americans. Now, while these seem like clear definitions, the terms used in these definitions are subjective. The words, you know, progress and ideal are different for every person. Progress for me might not mean progress for you. Ideal for me might not mean ideal for you. The point of community progress is to bring equality of opportunity, not equality of outcome. This is a very crucial distinction to make. Equality of opportunity means that everyone has the same opportunity regardless of their differences. Equality of outcome means that everyone has the same outcome regardless of their differences, right? Progressivism has always sought to bring equality of opportunity, not of outcome. For example, civil rights movement sought to bring black people the same opportunity as whites in not being segregated from their community simply for the color of their skin to be seen as an equal member of a majority of a majority white society. It did not seek to bring black people immunity from the consequences of their decisions, just like every white person or every other person, right? This is this is true equality. There's no handicap. Women's rights movement sought to bring women the same opportunity as men in the voting uh, aspect. Before this, women did not have the same voting rights as men. It did not seek to bring women more rights than men. You know what I mean? This is true equality. In the definition of progressivism, we hear the term science, technology, and economic development are vital to the improvement of the human condition. But nowadays, the sciences like biology of sex, they are being overlooked and countered by the progressives, quote-unquote, because their idea of progression uh, means that there are more than than two sexes or two genders, and somehow gender and, and sex is is distinct. They are not tied together for, for, for whatever reason, you know what I mean? The progress of science has concluded that there are two sexes, male and female. People, you know, centuries of biological research has gone into proving this truth, yet progressives are against this reality because of PC culture, because it risks offending the marginalized people in society that they seek to protect, right? So if you're going to throw all centuries of progression in, in, in scientific fields and advancements in technology, right, under the bus, simply in the name of progression, that's literally anti-progression. You're literally, like, we're entering in a stage of hypocrisy now, and it's not even, it's not even like, like we're taking the piss out of it. It's just like, it's fucking, I, I can't even, I don't know whether to laugh or to cry at, at at this point that's the thing but it needs to be it needs to be said it needs to be um pointed out that's the thing you know i'm i won't laugh i won't it just needs to be pointed out to everyone that's the thing and then you just decide what to do with it and i am confident that that if everybody everybody has this same access to the same information the same facts the same truths that they there's a common sense in each human that if they are presented with the facts and with the truth then they can make the, the correct decisions. That's what I truly believe. If they're presented with something that's hip, hip, hypocritical, I know that every single human with a half-developed prefrontal cortex 
will make the decision and the, and, and, and the conclusion that that is hypocritical, therefore that is bad. So they must let go of their biases and their emotional attachments, and that's something that we try to improve on day by day. You know what I mean? That's what, just what I'm trying to do. I don't give a fuck if it's two people or ten people watching or a hundred people It's or, or listening to this. It's the same it's the same goal at the end of the day. So, yeah, you, you see, we, we have come to a crucial point in human history where every step we take in the name of progress risks actually being regress. So we want to equalize every single aspect of our society and economy that we are now resorting to radical measures in order to force equality. Forcing equality of outcome comes at a cost. It comes at a cost of our freedom. Remember, this is an Alexander Solzhenitsyn quote. If man is free, he is not equal. And if man is equal, he is not free. End quote. Remember that. Again, I don't have the same opportunity as LeBron James in the basketball profession or Kim Kardashian in the modeling profession. This does not mean that I have a right to an equal outcome as them. I don't have the right to the same money that LeBron has earned through his hard work simply because he has the physical and height advantage that allows him to capitalize monetarily in the profession of basketball. I don't have the right to Kim Kardashian's money because she was born more privileged with more beauty that allows her to excel in her modeling profession or whatever profession she does. I don't know what the fuck she does out nowadays. It's been said before, the biggest privilege has been said by a wise sage. Yes, I think it was on, on Twitter circa 2019. The biggest privilege is the privilege that hot girls have over ugly girls. This is something that they are born with. It is literal privilege. They say, I mean... If anything, ugly girls should be protesting this. They should be in, on the streets protesting this. Why aren't we seen the same as beautiful girls? This is privilege. A supermodel has the same value as a billionaire. The currency is just different. Know this. Tell Junior this. Let's talk about the race war and how it kind of relates to progressivism. There's a quote that, that, that says, and it's on my Instagram, but... You know, America is not divided by race, re religion, or gender. America is divided into wise people and the fools. And fools divide themselves by race, religion, and gender. End quote. The problem with progress is that over time, the marginal return of progressive policies becomes smaller and smaller. Like I said, we made leaps, great leaps as a nation with the women's and civil rights movement. But now the feminist and Black Lives Matter movements, which are the modern waves of the original movements, the original movements that were actually crucial to our development, they're, the modern ones are actually hurting the nation and are actually regressive instead of progressive. Now, I kind of dissect each of them here now. Third wave feminism. So when we talk about third wave feminism, what laws do men have that women don't? What are you aiming to achieve through... The feminist movement, the third wave feminist movement, as far as I'm concerned, women actually have more laws than men because of their role, their gender role as birth givers in society. They can abort a baby even if the father wants the baby. They have an advantage in child support and most child custody agreements. They have the benefit of the doubt when accusing someone of sexual harassment. Why? Men's claims of sexual harassment are not taken seriously. Why? Before 2001, American women had been kept out of ground combat for wars. Now, although women can serve in combat, official military policy mostly keeps female service members away from the front lines. If there is a war and the country needs soldiers, they will always summon the, the men first, never the women or children for, for that matter. 
I mean, they shouldn't fucking summon the children. But if you say, but if you have a thir- a thirty year old man and an eighteen year old boy, surely they'll they'll take thirty year old man. There's only common sense. If they have a twenty year old man and a twenty year old woman, they'll take the twenty year old man. Why? Should they equalize this? Why not? Upon closer inspection into the reality of the modern gender landscape, you will realize that third-wave feminism has absolutely no substance and, if anything, is regressive in the larger picture. Now, I always get those, you know, the girls who say, well, do you believe that, um, you know, women should have the same rights as men? And I say yes. And they say, you are a feminist. And I say no. And then they say, okay, simple. Black Lives Matter. When I talk about Black Lives Matter. So what laws do white people have that black people don't? That's the thing. If we are going to try to fix uh, racism, there has to be something that we can point to. The thing is that you, you can't argue you know, systemic racism, that systemic racism exists without pointing to a law in the system that is explicitly racist. It's that simple. And the fact that there is no modern law that is racist, it, it, it proves the point. Jim Crow laws were an example of racist laws and a time when progressivism was very much needed. Jim Crow laws were enacted by, by government. That, that was government being racist. Like I said in the, in, in, in the video, you know, um, every time in history where, when progressivism was needed, it was the people pushing back against government, government oppression. Government created slavery in the first place. Know this, right? Government laws are racist. Government laws are sexist. And people had to push back. Now, government is, is, is basically neutral. There is no law that, that is racist, right? In intent. It is people who are racist. So the system, there is no systemic racism. There are individuals within that system that are corrupt, that can be racist, sexist, whatever the fuck ist you want to say. And we must get rid of those people. But to say that we need to burn the system down and abolish the system because a couple people are pieces of shit, that, that, that's kind of radical. And that's that, that's very radical, actually. So progress was needed at times like this in order to abolish these racist laws. Now, we are at a time in history when, where these laws don't exist. Matter of fact, they well, actually, there there are racist policies that exist in the education system, not just in the way you think, right? Affirmative action originally referred to a set of policies and practices preventing discrimination based on race, creed, etc. So, you know, these things were original originally preventing discrimination based on race, creed, etc. But the thing is, you know, the thing is when you actually put into place a law that prevents discrimination, like it's it's for example, it's like saying it's like um a law that is not a, a, a concrete it's it's like a, a a common law of the people right a common law of the people just basically being courteous being a courteous member of society and not being a douchebag so let's say there are certain practices or mannerisms in dating for example where you would pay for the meal or you know be nice um fuck what would you do or cheating okay let's let, let's do cheating right if all of a sudden, because cheating was such a horrible act that people have unanimously agreed that cheating is bad, for example, if the government made cheating illegal, right, 
everybody would would clap and applaud and say wow progress progress but what that would do is in it would actually de-incentivize right de-incentivize whatever the fuck you say de-incentivize men from getting with girls in the first place because you know if they don't want to if they have to exclusively date every single person they're seeing right men and women for example have a tendency of they're in a dating in a dating uh, uh, uh in a dating relationship right and they're not exclusive then they can go out with with other people as long as they're not exclusive i fully agree on that i fully support that but if government made it illegal right to cheat then what the fuck people would just not date because then they would be locked up for just dating multiple people you know what i mean like that's the fucking like on the surface it, it oh yeah it's it's so good government government is moral it's correct progress but at the same time it hurts the very people you're trying to protect because girls are not going to get a, a, an opportunity uh to to you know to make their own decisions when when choosing the right guy etc um so this actually restricts our freedom right um it restricts our freedom uh so equality comes at the expense of freedom and we are our, our freedoms are being restricted year after year decade after decade in in the name of progress so when you see affirmative action things like affirmative action things like laws like anti-discrimination laws on the first on the surface it's yes progress progress but then like i've said before what what the employer will do is okay if if i employ because employers in a capitalist economy in a capitalist system always look at the best bang for their buck the best value they can get right they want the person who's going to make them the most money they don't care if it's if it were if it were women then employers would hire all women, especially if they're getting paid 77 cents on the dollar, like the gender wage gap claims. Then uh, any employer who hired purely women, and if women did the same job, they'd be the richest, the richest fucking most efficient company in the world because they're only because they're 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 paying 23 right 23 uh, fucking cents less than every other employer for the same work. So they they'd immediately rise to the top which and that's not the case so there's a simple i mean flaw in the whole gender wage gap myth but things like affirmative action when you make it illegal like technically illegal you can't say if i fire you if i fire a black guy or a hispanic guy and and i'm the employer what how can you prove that i fired you because you are black or hispanic how could you prove that that i fired you because of that reason what if you just weren't uh, up to the task, right? So now, instead of me risking getting sued by somebody because it became illegal to fire based on 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 uh, race or creed, now I, I won't even hire you. Why would I hire you and risk getting sued, right? So these laws, when government sticks their hands into the economy and, and private businesses, these laws hurt the very people they are intended to help understand this. This is this is affirmative action, at its best. Um, you know these these uh, these these policies are intended to help or boost the individuals such as blacks, Hispanics, and women who have suffered from discrimination personally. 
The problem is that these policies have extended to the groups and to all the descendants of these groups, regardless of the economic class they find themselves in. Uh, an effect of uh, affirmative action is in the education system. The black and Hispanic students have a lower standard for their grades and academic performance compared to whites and Asians. Asians are the race actually most discriminated against with these policies. For example, an Asian student can have a much better test uh, result and grades than a black student, but the black student would get accepted into the school over the Asian simply because they are black, right? This is affirmative action at its best. This is what they do today. You know, should Barack Obama or, or Will Smith's kids be seen as handicapped or disadvantaged because of the color of their skin? Should they benefit from affirmative action policies over a lower income Asian student? Right? How are we how are we measuring this? Giving someone giving someone a legal advantage simply because of the color of their skin is racist. Same thing that we have been fighting to exterminate for decades. This is why I say we are in at the end game now. The party of modern progress is the Democratic Party, but progress is very minimal nowadays. We live in the freest, most diverse, least racist country in the history of man. And progressing further than this is extremely hard, if not impossible. The progress we should be looking to make is not in how government can equalize the landscape for its people. It's more like how we can strip the government of the power they have today. Government created slavery. Government passed Jim Crow laws. Government is the only force that can create a legal systemic inequality. Voting in a government in order to level the playing field is impossible today because the field is level, basically. Quote-unquote progress for government today. Think of it like this. Think of uh, a plain field, right, of dirt. The government basically shovels all the dirt from the future right and builds mounds with it in the present right so we're we're in, we're inclining we're on the incline in the present today and it gives the illusion of progress but we don't know that we've given up the freedoms of tomorrow in order for the quote unquote progress of today and it's all fucking illusion they're stripping us of the freedoms and we're regressing progress in 2020 is an illusion realize this wake up See the liberal movements with clear eyes. Everything they fight for now is regress. Tell Junior. Peace.